Well, hello and welcome to this English lesson. Today, we're going to talk about the classroom. We're going to talk about all of the things you would see if you walked into a classroom. Now, I'm pretty sure classrooms are pretty much the same around the world but I should say this lesson will be about the classrooms I'm familiar with. As you know, I have been a teacher since 1997. I've been a teacher for a very long time. It might have actually, I I don't know exactly because I started halfway through a school year. So, I have spent a lot of time in classrooms. I probably missed a few things but I do have I think almost 38 37 vocabulary words that you can use when you're talking about a classroom. So, once again, welcome to this English lesson about the classroom. Teacher desk. Now, you can refer to this a number of ways and it was hard for me to find the correct way. You can say teacher desk. You can say teacher's desk and then you can say teacher's desk with an apostrophe. I call it a teacher desk. The simple version for me is to say the teacher desk. In a classroom, you have a teacher desk and it's usually a nicer desk. It looks more like an office desk and it usually has a nice chair. Sometimes a teacher will have two desks. If you look here, this teacher actually has two desks and this is the area in the classroom that the teacher works from. In my classroom, I have a teacher desk. I actually have a standing desk in my classroom. I don't like to sit. Um and on my teacher desk, I have all of the things I need in order to teach. It's where I put my laptop when I come to class. Um and I don't have a nice chair like that. Um I have a chair but it's I should get a more comfortable chair. There are days when I do lower my standing desk and I do sit. So, maybe I should look for a nicer desk at some point. But a teacher desk might be at the front. It might be at the back of the classroom. It's where the teacher will sit and work or where the teacher will uh, keep their things when they're teaching a class. So, you might have guessed what the next slide will be. Student desk. So, a student desk most often looks like this in a high school in Canada. Sometimes the um, the desk and chair will be separate. This is all connected together. Students in my school don't actually like desks like this. They find that they're quite small. A long time ago, a student would put their textbook and their notebook or binder on their desk and they had lots of room. But nowadays, students often have a textbook, um a binder. By the way, I'll talk about a binder later and a laptop and desks like this feel a little bit small. Uh you can see there's a little place underneath for students to put things if they need to. But this is a pretty standard student desk for my part of the world. Some of the classrooms at my school just have tables and chairs and depending on what class I'm teaching, sometimes I prefer this. Tables and chairs make it easier for students to work in groups. It makes it easier if you look at these tables and chairs, you can put them together to make bigger tables or take them apart to make smaller tables or even I would even call these desks. Um and I think it looks like the legs, the they might be adjustable. This is not a picture from my school. I wish I had tables and chairs like this. They look very, very cool. So, sometimes students will have desks. Sometimes they will have tables and chairs and it depends on um the age of the students as well. Um I think 
in an elementary school or what we call a grade school in Canada, um you might be more likely to have tables and chairs. At the front, there might be a whiteboard or a blackboard. A whiteboard is probably more common now. My classroom has all whiteboards. Um a whiteboard is something you can write on with different color dry erase markers. I just call them markers. Um and then you can also erase it when you're done. I prefer a whiteboard because when you use a chalkboard, you get chalk on your hands and then that's just not a nice feeling. What I don't like about a whiteboard is that the dry erase markers, they dry out very quickly. They don't last very long. Um maybe I do too much writing in my class on the board but uh when I use a whiteboard, I find you have to you kinda have to hold the dry erase marker like this. I think so the ink actually flows to the tip uh and I do find that if you use them um every day, they do dry out quickly. They do run out of ink but yes, a whiteboard and dry erase marker and we also have what's called a blackboard or chalkboard. We do have some of these in our school still but not very many. We've switched over almost exclusively to whiteboards and of course, with a blackboard, you will use chalk in order to write on it. Now, if you're in a classroom, you would call this the board and you would call this the board. The teacher might say, can you write the answer to number two on the board? They might be talking about a whiteboard or blackboard. So, we do just shorten it to say board. Um chalk, I think is a natural substance but I'm sure the chalk we write with now is probably man-made um but chalk, I think is a very soft porous rock originally but uh yes, chalk. And then, of course, you can use an eraser when you're done writing on the board. You can erase everything uh and then the next teacher that comes to the classroom uh doesn't have to look at all of the stuff that you wrote. So, interestingly about that, usually in Canada, high school teachers move from room to room sometimes. I teach both of my classes in the same room but sometimes teachers will teach two classes in one room. They'll teach another class in a different room and then maybe their fourth class in a completely different room again but usually at an elementary school, the teacher will have the same classroom all day. Just a little bit of a difference. So, this is something that started appearing in classrooms probably about 20 years ago. This is a projector. Before this type of projector, we used um let me see here. This type of projector, an overhead projector but a projector is a device usually that hangs from the ceiling in a classroom. You can have them on tables or desks but because teachers use them every day, we usually mount them permanently to the ceiling and it's connected either to a classroom computer or the teacher's laptop. In my classroom, I have a projector and I can connect to the projector wirelessly with my laptop and then I can project images or worksheets or lesson plans onto the screen for students to look at. So, a projector, it uses light to project basically a computer screen onto um a screen. And so, I've used that word a couple times now. When you have something at the front of the classroom that you can pull down and it's usually all white, we call that a screen. So, you project onto a screen. 
Um some teachers actually project onto their whiteboards now. My projector I project onto my whiteboard and this is a really cool trick because if you project onto the whiteboard you can actually make notes on the whiteboard on top of what you're projecting. So, if I project onto my whiteboard the conjugation of the verb avoir um and if a student goes up and writes a a sample sentence, they can write it on the whiteboard beside the sample. So, some teachers have a screen. This is probably the most common. Some teachers will project onto a whiteboard. Uh and then we have something called an interactive whiteboard or smart board. So, this is how would you describe this? The projector is connected to it. The computer is connected to it and you can also digitally write on it. So, it's not the same as a dry erase marker. When you write on an interactive whiteboard, you use special pens and you're actually writing onto the file that's on your computer. So, different ways to display things in the classroom up front. A TV, a teacher might also have a TV. In my classroom, I actually am kind of lucky. I have a projector and I also have a TV and I can connect my laptop wirelessly to the projector or to the TV and I can connect to both at once and show different things on each screen. The reason I have that is because I teach split classes. So, I actually teach two classes at the same time during the same time slot. In my computer class, I teach business computing and I teach computer programming. It's two completely separate classes. I have five or six students in one class and about 20 students in the other class. And so, I use one screen. I use the TV for one class and the projector for another. So, a TV is another way. And then, an overhead projector. This is the older way of doing this. Some teachers still like to use an overhead projector. With an overhead projector, whatever you put on the surface, it has to be transparent. It will project on the screen. So, you can actually put a piece of plastic called a transparency. You can see through it. It's like glass but made out of plastic and then you can write on it and then it will show up on the screen. In a classroom, you might also see a bulletin board. A bulletin board is usually made out of cork or some sort of soft material that lets you put pins in it and it allows you to create a display. This is probably more common in an elementary school. Well, let me rephrase that. In an elementary school, teachers often will make a bulletin board. Maybe they're learning about summer. You see it says inching into summer. Maybe they're learning about plants and the teacher will make a bulletin board to help students learn. In a high school, I teach at a high school, it's more likely that students will do the bulletin board. They will use it to display their work. At the end of a graphic design unit, my students put their work on a bulletin board. So, it's simply a board where you can display things. My classroom has an intercom. That is basically a speaker on the wall and they can call me using the intercom or I can call the office using the intercom. So, sometimes during class, I'll send it'll be like, beep, excuse me, Bob, can you send Jane down to the office? And then I'll send a student 
uh, down to the office. It's also where the bell system is. So, as class ends, the same speaker that is used for an intercom is used to uh, make a bell sound. So, it chimes at the end of class and it can also be used as a PA system. The people in the office can talk to the whole school at once. So, they could announce something like um hey, students have been good today. So, we're ending school early. <laughs> that never happens. But they could use it to make an announcement as well. By the way, PA is short for public address system. It's any system where you have lots of speakers in order to talk to lots of people. This is new in the last 10 or 12 years. We have access points in our classrooms. An access point is a spot where um it's connected to the network and so that students and teachers have Wi-Fi in the classroom. So, most of our classrooms, there's a little white box somewhere on the wall or ceiling and that is the Wi-Fi access point or we would just call it an access point so that you can connect to the internet. The internet has become pretty important for education. Like, it would be hard to teach without an internet connection for me. Like, as a teacher, I use a number of online tools in both my classes. Certainly, it would be hard for me to teach computer class without an access point or without access to the internet. So, there is a clock in most classrooms. Um it's the thing that students sometimes don't like especially if they're writing a test. They don't like seeing the clock uh and knowing that they're running out of time. Uh in our school, we have synchronized clocks. That means every single clock in our school has the same time on it, okay? So, we used to have just normal clocks in our classroom a few years ago and so, the the clocks would all be at a slightly different time. Now, we have a synchronized clock system. When something is synchronized, it means everything um is at the same spot. So, in my classroom, if it is uh 10 to 2, it's 10 to 2 in every other classroom in the school. We have synchronized clocks. I really like synchronized clocks. It's quite nice. Otherwise, students get out early from one class but you're still teaching and it just causes a little bit of chaos. So, we do not have this in all of our classrooms at my school. My school was built in the late 70s. So, I think 1979 is when they started building it and when they built schools back then, they put in very small windows. But my school also has a couple of additions. They've made the school bigger. There's two times in the history of my school where they've added on to the school and each time they added on, the windows were a little bigger. The most recent addition to the school has floor to ceiling windows in one section to let in a lot of natural light. It might seem kind of funny but natural light is actually very good for learning. I think a long time ago, they thought too many windows would be distracting to students but I prefer classrooms that have really, really big windows to let in a lot of natural light. I just think it is very, very healthy. It makes people happier. Um it just, it's just nice. I'm, I'm assuming you have the same thing. If you have a, uh if you have a job at an office and you have a spot where you work that has lots of natural light. It's just very, very nice. Uh classrooms will have bookshelves or a bookshelf at the back. 
Books are still very important when it comes to learning. Uh even though most students um don't necessarily go to the library and check out books. Many students read ebooks now but it's still nice to have a bookshelf. I have a bookshelf in my classroom and it has all kinds of French books on it for my students. So, a bookshelf is a shelf uh where uh you keep books. We have something called cubby holes. These are cubby holes. We usually have these in uh classrooms for younger students. A cubby hole is a little spot where a student can keep their shoes, maybe their lunch. Maybe when they come to school, they put their lunch bag into the cubby hole. Um it's just a little place where they can keep their things. Sometimes it has their name at the bottom. Uh and I don't know where the word cubby hole comes from but uh I have uh fond memories of when I started school. I had a little cubby hole with my name and I could put my shoes and my lunch in there when I came in to school. Um it was nice to have a little place that was mine. On the wall of a classroom, you might see a poster. You might see lots of posters. This is the periodic table. If you went into a science classroom, you would probably see a poster of the of the periodic table on the wall. In my classroom, I have posters because I teach French. I have posters explaining different verb tenses uh, on the classroom wall. If you take an English class, there's probably posters on the wall telling you how to conjugate in the present continuous uh, and in the past tense and in the simple future. So, posters are a very common thing. Teachers like to display knowledge in a visual form on the wall so students see it all the time. It's definitely gonna be a pencil sharpener in a classroom especially if it's a math class. Notice I say math class. Math is short for mathematics. If you're learning British English though, you would say maths with an S on the end. We don't say that in Canada but math classes often will have a pencil sharpener. If you're lucky, they'll have an electric pencil sharpener but most of them look like this. My classroom has one just like this. Maybe I'll take a picture later today and show you. Um and then if you have a class where students read quite often, especially younger kids, you might have a beanbag chair or several beanbag chairs so that students can be comfortable when they read. You would not necessarily find these in a high school. Older students would probably love these but um I think it's better for younger kids. Older students tend to find other things to do you might think this is a good idea and then they find other things to do with it like throw them at each other or um yeah, do inappropriate things. So, generally good for younger kids um can be problematic with older students as they uh uh find other things to do with them. Uh and then I do not have plants in my classroom but I'm always jealous of teachers who have plants as well as natural light. Plants are just a nice way to make the space more welcoming and to feel nicer. So, I would love if I I'm not a plant person. I don't remember to water them. I would love to have lots of natural light and some plants in my classroom. I think it would make me happier and it would make my students happier as well. Whoa. I didn't know that was the next slide. Baskets. Um baskets are pretty common in a classroom. Baskets are used for a wide variety of things. A teacher might have a basket where students put their work in. 
maybe students do an assignment and when they're done, they need to put it in the basket at the front. Baskets are just great for organizing things. Um I use a basket sometimes when students can't pay attention because of their phone and I have them put their phone in the basket on my desk until the end of class. Um I don't take their phone. I don't confiscate their phone. When you confiscate something, you take it away from someone. I just say, please put your phone in the basket until the end of class. It seems like you're having trouble focusing on your work. What else would baskets be used for? Um sometimes teachers have work that they're handing back and it's just in a basket and students can come and grab it. But baskets are just a great way to organize your classroom. A laptop. So, let's talk about a few things you will see that a teacher takes to a classroom. For me, I take my laptop to my classroom. Um we've just decided to call these laptops. We used to call them notebooks. We don't call them notebooks anymore. We call them laptops. Um portable computer maybe. If you have an Apple product, you might simply call it a MacBook but a teacher will take their laptop which is a portable computer to class. They might have a bag or a briefcase. I don't have a bag or a briefcase. I basically just take my laptop to class. I used to have a teacher bag, a nice leather bag with all kinds of teacher stuff in it but um most of what I need is on my laptop now but some teachers will have a bag and in their bag, they might have their laptop. They might have some student work that they collected the day before that they have to hand back. Um they might have a lesson plan, notebook um and other kinds of things. I don't drink coffee but a lot of teachers will go to class with a mug. They'll have their laptop, their teacher bag and a mug of coffee. Uh you can say cup of coffee if you want but generally, we call this a mug um because caffeine that's the substance in coffee that makes you alert. Um some teachers require caffeine in order to teach. And often a teacher will have a lesson planner or an agenda or they'll just have a plain notebook. Um a lesson planner is a is a book you can write in that's designed for a teacher. It probably has a calendar and other things in it. Um I use my computer to do my lesson planning. But a teacher might have a lesson planner and they'll open it up to okay, Friday, November 3rd, um first class of the day, um number one, collect homework, number two, teach about the present continuous, number three, do the worksheet. They'll have a little plan for the day of the things they are going to do. Um okay, so that's a teacher. A teacher will probably have a laptop, a bag, a mug and a lesson planner and maybe other things, pens and pencils and maybe a scissors and maybe some snacks. I don't know but uh those would be the four main things. Students will most likely have a backpack especially high school students although I think our kids took a backpack from all the way from grade one to grade twelve. So, this is just a really nice bag that you can have on your back where you can put all of your things. Um I even use a backpack sometimes. If I go on a field trip with students which I did a couple weeks ago, um I take a backpack. It's just handy. Um it's easy to carry. It's very convenient. They have textbooks. So, um usually students will have a textbook for each class. So, at my school, students might have four or five textbooks. So, usually they'll go to their locker. That's in the hallway. I'm not talking about lockers today. They'll keep all of their books in their locker 
and they'll just take the books they need for their morning classes and put them in their backpack um and then go to those classes. But textbooks are of course books filled with knowledge on a specific subject. You can see here at the bottom of the pile it, there is a biology textbook. This will have lots of information about biology, chemistry, statistics, algebra, etc. So, a textbook usually is designed to be filled with the knowledge students need for the specific class they're taking. So, often because in Canada we have grade 9, 10, 11, 12 in high school, you'll have a grade 9 math textbook. You'll have a grade 11 biology textbook. It will it'll say exactly what grade it is designed for. Uh students will often have a binder. So, a binder is just a place to keep paper. It usually has um it's a usually a three ring binder and you can open and close the rings in order to put paper into it. So, this is where students will take notes. They'll uh they'll do their homework. They'll answer questions. This is where they anytime they need to do work in a class, they will probably use their binder. They might also just have a notebook. Some students will buy a notebook which is kind of a book of blank pages but it's more common for them to have a binder and lately, it's also quite common for them to just use their computer. They might take notes on their computer. They might answer questions on their computer. Uh let's see here. Pencil case. So, if you're going to have a pencil or a lot of pencils and pens and pencil sharpeners and erasers and uh I think there's a compass up there even and maybe some whiteout. Way at the far end, there's a little thing where you can correct your mistakes. You probably will want a pencil case. It's pretty common for students to have a pencil case. When they start the school year, they probably have 10 pens and three pencils. By the end of the school year, they don't some of them don't have any pens or pencils but you will want to keep all of your pens and pencils in a pencil case so that yeah, you don't want them to just fall into the bottom of your backpack or you don't want to lose them so you will keep them there and you might even have a ruler. I can't see. There might be a ruler in that backpack in the or in that pencil case in the bottom. Um and students these days depending on where you are might have a laptop as well. It's definitely I think pretty much every university student or college student will have a laptop. That's very common. High schools it might be a little different. Sometimes senior students will have a laptop. Students in grade 11 or 12 might have a laptop. Students in grade 9 or 10 might not. You might be at a school where um every student has a laptop. Um that's common as well. At my school, every student has a laptop. It makes it very nice to teach a French class. Um they have they are required to lease a laptop from the school. So, they rent a laptop from the school. So, when you wanna do Duolingo or Quizlet or Conjuguemos or any use any online resources in uh, a French class. They all have a laptop. Makes it very very easy to teach. I like it. Um students might use a highlighter if they're reading something uh and there's a particular part they want to remember or they want to make sure that if they study it again, they can find that spot back. They'll use one of these types of markers which are called highlighters. They put out a very bright color. Usually, they're yellow but sometimes blue or purple um and you can go over words but you can still read them. Like, it's not like a black marker where it would cover up the word. 
It simply allows you to indicate something that you might want to study again later. You would use a highlighter. Uh and then a classroom will most likely have a file cabinet. This one should have been earlier in the lesson but uh definitely if you uh go into any kind of classroom, there will be a file cabinet. I'm not sure why. The file cabinet in my room doesn't have papers in it. So, I'm not sure why I have a file cabinet. My file cabinet has um computer chargers and power bars and extension cords um because I teach a computer class. So, if students come to class and their computer needs to be charged, I have chargers for them and then I also have all my French games in the file cabinet. I don't have any actual file folders or paper in my file cabinet. Uh, just games. I have a lot of Scrabble tiles for French class in there that we use to play games. Hi, Bob the Canadian here. Thank you for listening to this English podcast lesson. If you would like to support me, in the work that I do as an online English teacher, please visit patreon.com slash bobthecanadian.